Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello, dears. Okay, warning. This episode contains nostalgia and big love. For nightly, <laughs> what? You slipped in and slipped out. Nightly meringue masks. All you need to do is just apply a little bit of egg whites, creme fraiche, powdered sugar, and a little touch of alum. <laughs> Neutrogena wishes. wishes. Yeah, lady. This is season five of Hey Now, Hey Now. I cannot believe it's like you said it. It was a lockdown project that just kind of spun out of control. <laughs> And here we are. We're doing live events. We've been on American TV. We have a greetings card collaboration. Mm -hmm. This is actually insane. So if you have been with us from the beginning, thank you so much. And to all the listeners who have joined on the way, thank you so much. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Although saying that, I do have to say, we're at season five. The show's established. I had these ideas that we would be in this gorgeous studio mini fridge with champagne on ice no no dear listener you will not believe what situation we are currently recording in so we have decided to record on possibly the hottest day in the uk calendar uh-huh. it's on it's at least 35 degrees at the moment and americans you need to understand this British people just do not know what aircon is. So <laughs> none of our houses have aircon. <laughs> and we're kind of like sleep with one leg out of the duvet type people. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right now, Barney and I have got our feet submerged in buckets of water. <laughs> like <laughs> literally two little Mrs. Doubtfires. Yes. <laughs> because we can't have fans on while we're recording because they'll get picked up. And we're also recording in my loft room. Did you know heat rises? <laughs> Basically, we didn't want to die. So this is what we've resorted to. So if you hear the occasional splish splash, just know that <laughs> we are really going through it. The podcast hasn't made us that rich that we're recording on a yacht in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh God, the heat's getting to us already and we are five minutes in. Right. Well, why don't we just dive into it? And I'm not talking about this bucket of water. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, what a film. I'll be honest, I am in love with Robin Williams. Oh. He's so cute. There is no one else like him. No. Like, you cannot compare him to anyone else. No. He was great. I mean, I feel like they kind of just turn the cameras on and just let him riff. Oh my gosh, so many of the scenes are actually improvised because he's so funny and would just, like, run away with the scenes. And so the director, Chris Columbus, was like, oh my God, are we really going to do 20 takes of this? <laughs> But yes, of course. he gave the people what they want. Yeah. And I definitely think that I've got a little bit of Daniel Hillard in me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Come on, all those different voices he does all the time. Oh my God. The other day I woke up and you know when you're like, oh, I'm definitely still drunk. I had that, Timmy is an average kid, but no one understands. <laughs> Fairly old parents stuck in my head, but it's all like the different voices in it. Right. Ones and wings, lonely, crowdy things. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so weird. <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know what show I'm talking about? Yes. Maybe everyone remembers. Yeah. Fairly old parents, but the obtuse, rubber goose, green moose, guava juice, giant snake, birthday cake, large fries, chocolate shake. <laughs> what was 
was I drinking wow. the night before? I, I definitely get that. And Robin Williams just has the most amount of impressions. We also had Sally Field play Miranda Hillard. Mm-hmm. She's so great in this. Like she was really, really good. And yeah, at the beginning, you kind of made out to be a bit of a villain because you're like, oh, come on. Why can't Daniel just like have fun with the kids? But there's a lot of heart to the character and you really do see it from her perspective. And like once she's living with Mrs. Doubtfire and she's got Stu. Oh, my God. Young Piers Brosnan. We just take a second to talk about that for a minute. Whoa. Ah, Stu. Add a D to that. Stud. (laughs) But she's great in it. Like, I loved it. This cast was so good. We also had Harvey Firestein play Daniel's brother who mm-hmm. also did all like the prosthetics of mrs doubtfire i love his voice it's like this oh it's roz it's roz from monsters inc hey. yeah Wazowski. you forgot to wear your mask last night <laughs> <laughs> the crossover nobody asked for no. also just want to give a quick shout out to mara wilson who plays natalie don't you find when she talks she's like she's just a little whisper yes. all the time daddy you're just like it's a little louder yes for the guys at the back i thought the same thing there's a specific line where she's like i can't i can't really do the voice because i'm not four years old but she's like please mrs downfire you just have to come to dinner you just got to and it's like <laughs> oh creepy <laughs> but she's so cute and you know what for a child actor she really isn't annoying you know like no. some people some child actors are like oh my god i want to throw you down a well <laughs> you know no oh <laughs> Anyway, but she's great in Make a uh... wish, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you wish for a ladder. And then obviously she went on to play Matilda in Matilda. Yes, which we have to review. Which we definitely need to. She's just completely off the acting radar, isn't she, Mara Wilson? Yeah. She's written some books. Yeah. She's like big on social media. No, you're right. She kind of, I think she like quit acting, not because she wasn't getting work, but because she, it's like so corrupt and like just nasty. So. Well, there's that book come out from that girl from iCarly <gasps> recently. So yes. Honestly, I want I want Mara's take on that. Yeah. Exclusive. Miss mm. <laughs> Trunchbull really put me in a chokey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stressy. But no, she's got such a good relationship with her dad. And I love that bit at the beginning when he's like, prepare yourself for the wild kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it back to him. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> So cute. Yeah. Bless her heart. Yeah. So good. Let's just talk about the makeup for Mrs. Doubtfire really quickly. It took Robin four and a half hours each day to get into it. Apparently, Robin decided to test out the believability of the whole, the costume and the makeup and everything. So he walked into, well, some reports say adult bookstore. Other people just say uh, like a sex shop <laughs> um, and made a purchase as Mrs. Doubtfire just to see if anyone like kind of clocked him. And they didn't say anything. Oh, my gosh. Imagine you're working in a sex shop and Daniel walks in as Mrs. Doubtfire and is like, hello, dear. <laughs> I'd really like to buy a uh, dildo. <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> oh, uh, <what>? I'll 69. <laughs> oh, no. There's only one aisle at this sex <laughs> shop and it's aisle 69. That would be funny. Yeah. Do we? Sell it to Ann Summers. All right. <laughs> they lived in a gorgeous house, by the way. Oh, my God. The Hillard house is amazing. And it's actually a tourist attraction in san francisco i mean i bet you would i'd visit it yeah the last thing that i can touch on um before we really get into the weeds Mm. is the rumors of a sequel (gasps) they started to have talks around 10 years after the original film came out they were just rewrites and rewrites and rewrites and robin williams was on board for a sequel as long as the script was good but Mm. he kept saying like no this story isn't good enough i think at one point the idea was that Mrs. Doubtfire would follow Natty to college to like keep an eye on her. Yeah. But the weird thing is, Natty would know that it's her dad. She'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? Literally, we've got a new girl joining the sorority. <laughs> Hello, I'm here to join your sorority. <laughs> I'm from England. <laughs> really, we don't really know what her accent is like. It's kind of English, Scottish, and maybe in this podcast episode, a bit Welsh. <laughs> It's because definitely, I, I'm definitely getting Welsh. Because I can't do the accent. <laughs> Speaking of accents, Stu's accent, I mean, I'm only hearing like kind of Englishy accent, but I think 
Pierce Brosnan was actually trying to put on an American accent in this film. But oh. it, that was not coming through. But on, but also, uh, it's Piers Brosnan, so yeah. fine. Fine, fine, fine. 007's finest. Right. Um... I think you could see his 007 in those swim shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, we've got Best Supporting Character. And I want to start with actually a duo. They are the two chubby Asian boys who are Daniel Hillard's neighbours. <laughs> and they are just kind of there at the wrong time because they look through Daniel's window as he's getting changed in that drama when he's trying to like go in and out of being Daniel and Mrs. Doubtfire. And like they're laughing at seeing him in the fat suit. And then like it just shifts and they're like, <gasps> and then one of them goes, Mom! <laughs> But then it's so annoying because of all the stress. Daniel lowers his blinds and then the blinds hit the prosthetic mask out of the window onto the floor and it gets run over by that truck. But then by that point, they're invested. What would you do in that scenario if you looked out your window and you saw your neighbour doing that? So from my bedroom window, it's a really good vantage point onto the backs of like the next row of houses. And sometimes, so I've got like my regulars, I'll see Yoga Girl doing yoga on the weekday mornings mm-hmm. occasionally weekend i'm like oh good for you there's washing up guy who does washing up in the sink um i see him through his window nothing crazy <laughs> but you know what am i gonna do like i'm all the way over here mm. so you didn't use a scourer so you didn't dry that washing up guy yeah. <laughs> judging him yeah oh you don't have a scrub daddy i have a scrub daddy and a scrub mummy what? what's that scrub mummy it's half like coarse plastic okay. and then the other half is like a soft sponge it's cute and she's got a little bow in her hair it's very cute that's very cute yeah someone else i think we should give a, a shout out to is the bus driver now hear me out he's kind of creepy but he does have that really funny line when mrs doubtfire is sitting there and he's trying to flirt with her and mm. like her leg is exposed yeah and it's like super hairy <laughs> yeah like, Robin Williams is so hairy. Sorry, go on. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> he's like to Mrs. Doubtfire, he's like, I like that Mediterranean looking woman. <laughs> Natural, healthy, just the way God made you. <laughs> Doesn't she reply with, oh, he broke the mold with me or something like yeah, that. When he made me, he made me very special. He sure did. Aww. Oh, I mean, he means it's sweet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in another life. Although... Possibly quite offensive to any woman living in the Mediterranean. Like, it's a bit of a generalisation. <laughs> if you are a listener in the Mediterranean... Send us a picture of your legs yeah, so we just, can confirm. Exactly. Yeah. The other kind of oldish... There's a lot of old people in this film. Um, <laughs> the other kind of oldish guy is um, the guy called Tony, who works at the film studio where Daniel is working. Mm-hmm. And Tony basically thinks Daniel's just a schmuck sort of thing. He's like, lots of luck, smart ass. I think I made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel gets his comeuppance in the end because he gets his own TV show. He, wait, comeuppance is a bad thing. Oh, he gets his. Sorry. <laughs> and Daniel gets his reward in the end because he has his own TV show. Yeah, he put in the time. He was stacking shelves for maybe a week and then suddenly gets gifted a TV show. <laughs> That's, that's how, how it works. Yeah, that's definitely how it happens. <laughs> right, shall we award best supporting character? Oh, yes. It is, of course, Mrs. Selma, the tough but fair court appointed. She's not even a lawyer. She's like a, I don't know, what's her, what's her role? I want to say she's like, she's like a counsellor. Yeah, just she basically, she's there to meet with Daniel and... Make sure that he's living responsibly, has a job, yeah. has a good house, just to see whether he's suitable to look after kids. Yeah. So she's doing her job, but she is a little tough cookie as well, I think. Oh my God, yeah. And like, she does not make the situation easy for Daniel when... Um, He's coming home and she's waiting on the doorstep like, oh, I've got a meeting with Daniel. And Daniel as Mrs. Doubtfire is like, okay, I'll just get him down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need to sort that accent before best quotes. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, I'll come up with you. And then she's like, oh, I want a cup of British tea. And I, she's so demanding. She just literally, I take sugar in my tea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you need any help in the kitchen like no just like stay in the living room and like clean up if you want yeah. 
pick up a broom. <laughs> but weirdly enough, she just finds the whole meringue face mask thing really funny. Because oh. when it's like dropping off Daniel's face yeah. and like falls into her tea, she just doesn't care. She's just like, hmm, sugary. Yeah, but imagine like that's been on old lady skin all day. And now that is just, yeah. It's, it's pulled out the dirt sort of thing. Yeah. But then when Daniel leaves the room yeah. and she's like, it was lovely to meet you. And then Robin does that hilarious line, which is just like, yeah. lovely to meet you. It's <laughs> She just like pops her head around yeah, the door. Just yeah. In that first yeah. way. And she just sits there. She like puts her hand in the tea yeah. and just like dabbles it on her eyes. Yes, and just, just like rubs it in. That is one of my favorite moments. So I definitely feel like Disney need to do some sort of Mrs. Doubtfire meringue mask. You know, like sell it in this Disney store. Absolutely. Sell it, eat it, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, Miss Zelda, it was lovely to have met you. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so now we're going to go on to most iconic outfit. Now, this is definitely the place for Granny Chic because we've got plenty of cardigans in this. Yes. We've got plenty of floral prints. Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For reasons unknown in my notes, it just says, pearl earrings, slay. <laughs> <laughs> she does wear a lot of pearl earrings, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. and I'm a big fan of a pearl earring right now. Wow. Watch out, Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Emily's coming for you. <laughs> All right, I'll... That's Marge! I know. I'll pull this Marge and steal your pearly <laughs> But uh, did you know? Yeah, she does. She does. She loves an accessory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you were going to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire, a really funny one would be her in like a burnt shirt. Oh, that is such a good scene. And you just hold two saucepan lids. Yes. Because you're like, ooh, firstly as a woman and I'm already getting hot flushes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I like that. He's like... This hollandaise smells like burnt rubber. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh good. God. Thank God for those saucepan lids. I know. And that'll teach you for trying to cook healthy. Ugh. <laughs> Get pizza. Not a $140 meal, right? Of oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what was there. Like some poached salmon or something. It looked fancy, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I want to eat Yeah, that. it was not like, oh, delicious. It was like tuna tartare or something. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. More like tartare. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> There's also the scene where Stu first meets Miranda at the interior design office and she's sipping a cappuccino and she has a little foam moustache when she first 
<laughs> says hi to Stu. Apparently that happened on the day and they were like, that's funny. Let's like keep write it. it. Yeah, let's keep it in. I mean, I've done what I've like been talking to my line manager and I've like laughed or, you know, done like a <laughs> and just lob a snot came out my nose. <gasps> and I was just like, <gasps> Oh my or, god. Yeah, she, awful. Did he say anything after? She's not my line manager anymore. Not because of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no. What was her name? Joanna. Joanna left for reasons <laughs> unknown. <laughs> Code green. Code green. Wait, we love an accessory in this film. I'm a massive fan of the green and diamond bracelet Miranda gets for her birthday <gasps> in the restaurant. Ooh, yeah. You can either wear that or feed a whole village. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> There's a great line in that. Um, also, Kovacs the monkey, who we will talk about in a bit, um, who I'm like weirdly obsessed with. Yeah, his little safari hat is really cute. Very cute. Mm. Very cute. Yeah. And there is also that scene where um, Miranda is asking Mrs. Doubtfire for her help. She's going on a date with Stu. Yes. And she doesn't know whether to wear the red dress or the black dress. Mm. And then Mrs. Doubtfire takes her into the wardrobe and is like. Oh, I think this one. And uh, Miranda's like, uh, the last time I wore that was a funeral. So. Yeah. Would you pick the LBD? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic. It's it classic. is classic. Oh, there's also a very good line at the beginning when Daniel is dressing up as Mrs. Doubtfire, which sort of like encapsulates this whole film where he's like, if I find the misogynistic bastard who invented heels, I'll kill him. Truth. I have bunions because of heels, I think. Oh my Not bun- God. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. I feel like my toes are so- starting to go in. Change shape. Change shape. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they're looking a bit pointy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awful. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I had to go through the bogey story, you we get to talk about your pointed toes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Um, but no, I completely agree. Mm. Mrs. Doubtfire, obviously fashion icon in many different outfits. But yeah. one that we need to spotlight is her gorgeous floral combo suit, which she wears to the pool. Oh my gosh. It's like a dress and a jacket that match, right? And it's a, it. a pink, white floral with some green in there, some brown. It is so like... <laughs> Your grandma's sofa. Yes. Isn't it? I was literally going to say it's it's sofa print. Yeah. What really makes this so iconic, though, is that when Kim K went to the Met Gala in 2013, Robin Williams did a side-by-side picture of him dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire in the outfit next to Kim on the red carpet. Twins. Literally. Parent yeah. Trap 2. <laughs> identical so funny that kim went from mrs doubtfire to like yeezy vibes yeah (laughs) within the space of like months it's crazy yeah but i love that outfit so much it's like it's quintessential doubtfire what i was thinking was what if mrs doubtfire sat down on a sofa would she be a floating head (laughs) you'd be like "Ah!" (laughs) nice to see you no you don't Stressy. So like scary. That is like the horror recut of this film. Well, someone has actually recut the trailer to make it look as if Mrs. Doubtfire was a horror film. <gasps> it's hilarious. Oh my god. Wait, what's the premise though? It's just I don't know, it's just a bit sinister. There's the you know, the shot where she first emerges from the fridge just having dunked her head in that meringue pie. Yeah. And she's like, Hello! But it's like with ominous music underneath it, and it's like, ah! She killed him with the Mercedes emblem. She yes. Oh my god! Didn't she dagger in the heart? (laughs) Um. Anyway, shall we go on to this musical moment? Yeah, let's lighten up a bit. (laughs) So next up is best musical moment, and one of the scenes that jumped out at me was Daniel's makeover scene. Ah, yes. And there's a lot of musical elements that were just in that scene when they're trialing different looks. And honey, there were some misses in those looks. (laughs) There's one where he's wearing this like orange blunt wig with a fringe and it's very Barbara Streisand-esque. He's also wearing a prosthetic nose and he turns to, it's kind of like breaks the fourth wall. He turns to camera and he starts singing lyrics from Don't Rain On My Parade. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. <laughs> it's like Barbara's in the room. Right, thank you. <laughs> Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. 
don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. And then he's like, no, no, this isn't right. I'm like, no, but you should definitely be a Barbara impersonator. It's perfect. That was great. And then eventually when they find the kind of groove of what Mr. Doubtfire should actually look like, you hear Frank Sinatra's luck be a lady tonight. Ah, yes. And it's just like a classic, you know, luck be a lady tonight, you know. Daniel is just good at picking out the songs, you know, because when he has the birthday party for Chris, I just love that they play Jump Around. Yes. But it's the lyric that's like, pack it in, pack it in, let me begin. Like, <laughs> get up, get up, get down. Hey. <laughs> and there's literal kids jumping on the sofa. Like the best birthday party ever. Pans at this girl and she's got all of these balloon ribbons tied in her hair. They're jumping on the sofa. So it's- I don't know. It's just crazy. Mayhem. Yeah, there's horses inside. Yeah. But also, like, he's 12. I've organised this really cool birthday party for you. Yeah. Petting zoo and miners. Yeah. We also have maybe one of the more iconic songs. Dude looks like a lady. Ah, ah, dude looks like a lady. (laughs) That's Aerosmith. Yes. Classic, who I obviously only know from... The episode of The Simpsons that they were in. Oh, okay. That is probably the one that was played in the trailer. There's like a montage. I think it's being played when Daniel has that attempted mugging of Mr. Doubtfire's bag. Oh my gosh, we'll talk about that in best quotes. (laughs) And it's just like one of the songs that just like sticks with you. But also it's the iconic scene where he's like hoovering the house and like brooming in the hallway and just... Brooming? Like sweeping? (laughs) (laughs) Emily obviously has never touched a broom in her life. You know, like brooming. Okay, I'm not going to pretend I'm Paris Hilton who's never picked up a broom. Um, (laughs) Sweeping. I've had a vodka, okay? (laughs) A watermelon vodka. It tastes good when it's gone to my head. Oh, oh, oh. But you're right. No, that's an amazing, amazing montage. That's how I imagine you with your Dyson. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Anyone else got to that age where they're just like, I really want a Dyson? Well, Christmas is coming. So, (laughs) by the way, who is excited for our Christmas classic series? If you follow us on Instagram, you will know that Emily has finally, after two years, given me permission to review the Polar Express. You don't have to tune in for that one, guys. Hey! No, it's going to be the best one. I've got so much to say. (laughs) Solo podcast. I'll be in the North Pole on that night. Uh, <laughs> North Pole live record. Oh no, there was no signal, so we can't uh, record <laughs> Okay, there is one musical moment that we need to discuss. It's when Daniel's in the TV studio and he sees all the dinosaurs on the side. Yeah. And he doesn't realise he's being watched. And he's like, okay, now put your claws together for Mr. James Brownosaurus. Pom, 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 I eat wood. It tastes good. Da 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 da. No meat. Bum bum. Big feet. Bum. I eat a wood. Bum 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 bum. Wow. Oh, iconic. So funny. And I'm glad he got the job in the end. Yes. Maybe he knew he was being watched. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who's talking out loud when you're alone? No. Exactly. <laughs> right. What are we saying is best musical moment? Look, I think it can go to no other song apart from the one that is in the intro. Figaro, 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 Figaro. Oh, Paro, Paro is that little bird who <laughs> sits in his little, what's it called, in his little house. Cage? Cage. <laughs> Brooming and cage. <laughs> Right, shall we um, broom the birdhouse (laughs) before our next category? Yes, okay. (laughs) So next up, we've got best quotes. And for the next one hour, you will be hearing... No, I'm joking. (laughs) Well, maybe. I don't know. There's so many funny lines in this film. So we really had to do a lot to kind of cut these down to the best of the best oh yes i'm gonna start with a strong one Mm -hmm. it's miranda speaking to the goat outside her house you ate my begonias (laughs) which are a little goat a little cheeky goat (laughs) i did eat her begonias yes i love in the beginning scene where daniel is with lou the guy taking him through the voiceover script yeah i'm not taking any crap from you pal well in the words of parky pig Piss off, Lou. 
Very good. Well done. You've still got it. Yeah. Peter, Peter, Peter. Peace off, Lou. We've got Natty speaking to Miranda saying, we're his goddamn kids too, you know. <laughs> and Daniel's just like, kids say the darndest things. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at him like, hmm. <laughs> You've been teaching my kids all of this stuff. So good. But I love that relationship he has with his kids. And he's like, I can't wolf whistle, but you know, and they're like, daddy, outside of school. Yeah. And um, Daniel's, he's just been late off work and he's doing all of these voices. <laughs> and he's like, hey, dude, congratulations on your 12th birthday. <laughs> all right. Got a surprise for you. Oh, a stripper? <laughs> no, please. Two strippers? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene where, so Daniel has swapped the phone numbers in Miranda's newspaper advert yes. so that no one legit will call her. And instead, Daniel's making these kind of crank calls to Miranda, pretending to be people interested in nannying the kids. So Miranda asks, who was your previous employer? I was in a band. Severe tire damage. In a band? I just want to know one thing. Are your kids well behaved or do they need like a few light slams now and then? I'll have to get back to you. Wow. <laughs> Followed by, yeah, my name is Ilsa Himmelman and I want to know how many children do you have? I have two girls and a boy. Oh, a boy? I don't work with the males because I used to be one. <laughs> and Miranda hangs up and is like, yikes. And I mean, we're going to be talking about <laughs> this in Can We Discuss? Yeah. But, you know. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. Um, then we've got uh, Miranda picks up the phone and Daniel's like, ah! Layla, get back in your cell. Don't make me get the hose. Hello? <laughs> Miranda hangs up. <laughs> the hose. I love it. <laughs> and finally, I am Job. Do you speak English? I am Job, I'm sorry, the position has been filled. Hangs up. <laughs> I am Job. <laughs> Love wow. that. I am Job. You know? <laughs> and I've always said that. Yeah. You know? I like the girls you get it, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel is very good at those impressions. And I do like the I do a great impression of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And actually, very good. Very good impression. He's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> He does look like a hot dog. He really does. He impersonates it so well. Mm -hmm. That is brilliant. Love, love, love. Um, And okay, there's a moment between Miranda and Mrs. Doubtfire that's so good. Um, they're talking about how Winston, Mrs. Doubtfire's husband, died. Oh. What happened? Oh, he was quite fond of the drink. It was the drink that killed him. Oh, how awful. Was he an alcoholic? No, he was hit by a Guinness truck. <laughs> So it was quite literally the drink that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's the way you tell him. Oh, yeah. Winston. Winston. I love when Mrs. Doubtfire's at Miranda's birthday dinner and she's like, I have to go to the bathroom to take my medication. <laughs> oh, there's that Welsh accent coming in. <laughs> it's okay. She's probably been to Wales on her <laughs> And Miranda's like, well, there's water on the table. I can't take it orally, dear. <laughs> it's ear medicine guys like calm down yeah it's fine. oh my god snip yeah. it in the nose yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> um also oh my god there's a moment that absolutely creased me it's when the mugger's trying to snatch mrs doubtfire's purse when she's crossing the street oh yeah back off go on beat it broke my bag the bastard <laughs> switch going back yeah. into the voice amazing <laughs> there's also the scene where mrs doubtfire is first introduced to the kids and miranda's just like chatting shit about daniel and mrs doubtfire goes i imagine you'd want the children to step out of the room before you verbally bash their father <laughs> and miranda goes if i did that i might never see them again <laughs> and <laughs> mrs doubtfire's just looking at her like <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we spoke about Mrs. Selna earlier, but when she's like, can I give you a hand? Oh, no, dear. I don't need a hand. I need a face. <laughs> <laughs> so good. God, so if she didn't have that cake. And also, why does this single father have a full meringue cake just sitting untouched in his fridge? 
Lord knows. It's such a random thing to have in the first place. Did he panic in the supermarket and was like, mm, yeah, okay, I'll buy this meringue. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, we've all been there. Right? You've been hungry and you don't know what to get for Yeah, dinner. so I'm going to buy an entire cake. Yeah. yeah. There's that really funny bit. Obviously, we spoke about being at the pool. You know, Mrs. Doubtfire's been, oh, isn't this posh? I bet it's very exclusive. Probably need a credit reference just to get in the pool. You know, she's <laughs> really funny. But we were talking about when she was sitting at the bar and then Stu is like, what can I say, Ron? The guy's a loser. See ya. And then obviously Daniel hates that he's just been called a loser, but obviously he's dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. So he throws a lime at <gasps> Stu's head. Yeah. Oh, sir, I saw it. Some angry member of the kitchen staff. Did you not tip them? Oh, the terrorists. They run that way. It was a run by fruiting. <laughs> I'll get them, sir. Don't worry. <laughs> a run by fruiting. A run by fruiting, which is probably one of the most iconic lines from Mrs. Doubtfire. Absolutely. Mm, but not our most iconic. Not lines. our most. Okay, so I'm going to cover the runner-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, of course, the dinner scene where Stu is choking on mm-hmm. his food and it all kind of comes to a head. So Miranda's like, oh, he's choking. He's choking. Mrs. Doubtfire, help. Help is on the way, dear. And just runs over <laughs> and then, you know, starts doing the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> Stu coughs up the shrimp or something yeah. on the table. But in the process, Mrs. Doubtfire's mask has kind of rolled down Daniel's face. Nightmare. And everyone's like, oh, the big reveal. And Miranda's like, Daniel? Daniel? Oh my god. Oh my god. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. I have to go. We have to leave. (laughs) It's just amazing Sally Field icon. And there is actually that bit just before we reveal my psychotic outfit. Oh, you tease. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just like to keep the guys waiting, you know. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire and Stu are sitting at the table and Mrs. Doubtfire is basically talking about how Miranda has got tools at home oh, and doesn't yes, need Stu. Yes, yes, She's like, oh, sorry, am I being a little graphic? I'm sorry. Well, I hope you're up for a little competition. She's got a power tool in the bedroom, dear. Um, It's her own personal jackhammer. She could break sidewalk with that thing. <laughs> she uses it on the lights, Tim. It's like a prison movie. <laughs> And means she hasn't chipped her teeth. <laughs> and also, we can't obviously forget Jonathan Lundy, who is the guy who is going to eventually give Mrs. Doubtfire the job. Tell me, why would Mrs. Doubtfire be a good host? I'm a hip old granny who can hip hop, bebop, dance till you drop and yo yo, make a wicked cup of cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a cup of cocoa from Mrs. Outfire. Oh, I would I would also love a cup of cocoa if it wasn't 50 degrees outside. Oh my god, tell me about it. Mm-hmm. I learned a little trick. If you want, you know when you like make instant hot chocolate and all kind of like all the solid stuff is still at the bottom, what you do, if you've got a little protein shaker, you know, the one with the kind of sieve at the top, pour all the ingredients into there with your milk and then you just shake it for 30 seconds and then pour it in the mug. It's completely mixed. It's all frothy. It's gorgeous. Oh, I love that fact. Mm-hmm. It's a gift from me to you. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, you're, you're full of the old uh, tricks. <laughs> Why am I talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I talking to me? He's <laughs> practicing in the mirror. <laughs> ah. Right, let's get to best quote before we actually go insane. Oh, my God. Okay, so best quote has to go to Mrs. Doubtfire and Kovacs. Now, Kovacs is the monkey. So this is in the last scene. And like, guys, it might have been a long time since you've watched Mrs. Doubtfire. And if you have forgotten the scene, please go and watch the film and just hold out for this <laughs> one particular part. Because it's, <laughs> it literally killed me. Yeah. So this is when Mrs. Doubtfire's got her own TV show. She's like sitting in like her armchair. There's like a puppet monkey that's her sidekick kind of thing yeah so mrs doubtfire is sitting with kovacs and next week they're going to england her hometown and at the end she says oh you owe me a kiss kovacs i'm gonna give you two all right dear there's one on the cheek and here's a monkey bite Was that the first case of monkeypox? Is that what that was? Oh my god, maybe. <laughs> Can we discuss? I think we should just start with acknowledging 
this film. Yes, it's from 1993. Yes, some of the language and choices are a little bit transphobic. So just want to put it out there. You know, there's a couple phrases, um, you know, when Chris walks in on Mrs. Doubtfire and she's peeing, standing up. He runs back to Lydia. He's like, he's a she, he's a he, she, he's a he, she, he, she. You know, like, just if this was to be remade today, things would have to change. Yeah. Um, but it was of a time. And I'm glad that we as a society have been able to progress past that. Obviously, Daniel's boss, you know, when they are in the restaurant and Daniel's got the lipstick on his mouth and he's like, where's that? And he's like, oh, one of my exes was sort of uh, back, you know, is one of the waitresses or something. Yeah. And he's like, she got a friend. And he's like, I've got to stretch outside. And then Daniel does actually say one of our favorite quotes. It was the 90s. Yes. Oh my God. This is on my list as well. I said, hey, it's the 90s. Hey, That's our phrase. Hey, it's the 90s. <laughs> Literally when I heard Daniel say that, I was like, ah, bitch stole my line. Although, yeah, well. 1993, we were one. Well, you were born that year. I was born that year. I was not even one. Oh. Old bag. <laughs> By that point, I was Mrs. Toadfire. <laughs> I was one years old, so very old. <laughs> Another fun fact I have is that Mara Wilson as Natty, her performance of like the really cute girl inspired a character that Nancy Cartwright voices in The Simpsons. I love that. Love that fact. You know, Blake Lively was actually up for the role of Natty. What? Yeah, but she lost out to Mara Wilson. Oh my god! Yes, and it was Mara's first like acting debut. Oh, and then she must have got Matilda pretty quickly after this. Like she wasn't that much older. Oh no! What a great film. One thing I did want to say is, mm. San Francisco looks gorgeous. Okay, uh. I just don't know if I'd want my house to be on a hill. <sighs> is that like a very weird thing oh to discuss right god. now? But like, what what the heck do you do? Well, what? that's why they've got those trolleys. Right? You know, like the kind of trams that go up and down. Like, I feel like without those, you're screwed. You're so screwed. Like, what if you walk outside and then, like, I don't know, you're holding something round and it just falls out of your hand. Bye-bye. Yeah, see ya. (laughs) I mean, in the Princess Diaries, they've got those kind of, like, micro scooters. Oh, yeah, that's true. But those are electronic, actually. So they weren't even, like, using their feet. No. Yeah, it's too much. It's too on a slant for me. Yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. It makes me feel like I'm falling. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> oh, no, dear. <laughs> Hello, dears. Now we're going to do uh, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> but you must do your homework first. And, um... You must be ready for dinner at uh, 5 p.m. <laughs> what? So early? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bed by 7. Yes, with a meringue mask on my face. <laughs> All over the sheets the next morning. Oh, great. <laughs> Boys, do you want to start? Okay. Can you tell me which TV show the kids always watch before doing their homework? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you ate my begonias! It's the Dick Van Dyke show. Ah, the old bamboo, the old bamboo. We love Dick Van Dyke, which goes very well onto my question, actually. Ooh. Where does Mrs. Doubtfire throw the remote control when the kids try and watch the TV? Into the aquarium. Yes. Hello! And she's like, the only thing you'll be watching is deep CNN. <laughs> like deep sea. I think, I think that's the joke. So good. My next question to you. Can you tell me what stew is allergic to? Spice. If I said cayenne, you'd say? Pepper. Yes! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> when I say cayenne, <laughs> you say pepper. Cayenne. Pepper! Cayenne. Pepper! <laughs> The worst festival ever. I would like one ticket home. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so what does Grunge the cat say in the um in the opening sequence in the cartoon? What's his like ending line? Oh my gosh. Oh god, isn't it just something like have a cigarette? <laughs> but funny. <laughs> no. You ate my begonias! He says salutation snack. <laughs> Very good. Funny. Very good. Yes. Okay, my next question to you. What night 
Does Mrs. Selner visit Daniel to check up on him? Um, two nights in a week. Is it Wednesdays? At this point, I had too much spice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess the second day? I'm going to guess Sunday. <laughs> you ate my begonias. It's Mondays and Fridays. Oh, completely wrong. Then. So you're just completely wrong. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We have to lose sometimes, guys. It can't always be ping. I've done it right. Yeah. And sometimes the no sound effects are funnier than the yes sound exactly. effects. So, so we're, we're doing you a favour. I'm excited. Insert one now. Hello! <laughs> Great. What does uh, Mrs. Doubtfire say when her false teeth fall into the glass? Oh, um, carpe dentum. Hello! Yes. Yeah. Car- carpe dentum sees the teeth. <laughs> Very good. Uh-huh. Miranda buys Chris a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what is on the birthday cake? It's like a green football field with a football on it. And it says, happy birthday, Chris. Hello! Yes! You know a lot about that cake. I think it's because when the horse ate it, I was like, wow, that's a real waste of cake. Yeah, and you know that would have cost at least $50. I know. She went to a proper bakery for that. Imagine being the baker and finding out that happened. You'd be like, I got up at 5am for this yeah i had to look up what a football is because they only know like american football right yeah yeah oh i want a soccer cake like he he doesn't want a soccer cake he wants a stripper cake yeah and i don't know man what's a stripper oh like a cake that a stripper comes out of yeah oh he's 12 i know Uh, yeah mrs doubtfire says that daniel was probably a blank compared to poor old winston when it came to sleeping with him Oh, God. Um, Daniel was a chipolata compared to Winston. You ate my begonias. I don't know. It begins with C, but it's not chipolata. Oh, okay. Casanova. Oh. A Casanova. Yeah. <laughs> a chipolata. Oh, he was a chipolata. Okay, my final question to you. What book does Natty want Daniel to read her? It's like a traditional children's book. Did I watch this film? <laughs> you ate my begonias! Oh, so I think what we really learned there is that uh, I've got to do a bit more homework um, <laughs> and study Mrs. Doubtfire. I think you've got one more question. Do I? There's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that early onset dementia. <laughs> no, but it's not funny. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. All right. When it's me. Okay, so my question to you. When Stu arrives at Miranda's uh, interior design office and is trying to ask her out and she's like, <laughs> like quite nervous. So she's just saying all of these different interior things like upholstered chairs, heavy drapes, a Regency style table, all of this sort of stuff. There's one she says at the end when he does eventually say like, do you want to go out? Do you remember what, what the item is? Oh no. Um, tapestry rug. <laughs> I don't know. The the sketch that she showed him was ugly. <laughs> Honestly, interior designer my ass. Yeah. It was I know it was the 90s, but come on. That interior, no. Yeah. Um it was actually mantle clocks. Oh. Yeah. Mantle clocks. <laughs> you know, the cute little ones that go on your mantle. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very yeah. old fashioned, but very old fashioned. Did Stu even hire her? I feel like that would be a conflict of interest if he was also dating her. You know? Yeah, I think he was just wanted to date her. Well, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bought that whole place just for the excuse to talk to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, dears. Thank you so much for listening to uh, episode one, season five of Hey No, Hey No. Um, we hope you had a really nice time. And I'll give you a monkey bite! <laughs> <laughs> Very soon. Um <laughs> Um, oh my god that was so fun so nice i love mrs doubtfire yeah it's a classic hilarious so thank you for listening so if you enjoyed what you heard feel free to give us a five-star review on apple podcast we'd really appreciate that make sure to check out our collaboration with zoe spry we have a gorgeous set of greetings cards and gift wrap which are perfect for any birthday any occasion and if you really want to have a Mrs. Doubtfire card, just let us know and we can tell Zoe and maybe she can design one for us. What do you think, Kovacs? I think it would be great if you had a really nice 
Miss Doubtfire card. Oh, yes, dear. I think it would be really nice if it was a bit floral print on the side and then uh, there was just a picture of me and you on there. Oh, I would love that. Would you get my hat in? <laughs> oh, yes, dear. Absolutely. Don't you think you look so cute? I would love that. Can we go to England now? Oh, yeah, we ship to England. Is it only available in England? Oh, no, dear. Don't worry about that. It's actually worldwide shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Kovacs loves that. Kovacs is crazy. (laughs) But thank you, dears. We really appreciate you uh, watching and I'm so sorry for this accent. Um, Anyway, okay, we're going to go and put on our meringue masks. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Nothing like putting a bit of caster sugar on your face. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Delicious. Better not be banana flavour. (laughs) I just love the way you taste, Bonnie. Kovacs. You're a naughty monkey, Kovacs. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack. For free shipping and 365-day returns.